I don't see a whole lot of people just want to pass out business cards and go pass it out to someone else. They want to sit and they want to have a conversation with you. They want to learn about you and tell you about their business, which I love to hear. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, you've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do, and now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm always excited when I get the opportunity to talk to other local Las Vegas-based businesses. And the guest that I have today, and I have gotten to know, know each other really well over the last seven or eight months, and I'm so excited for him to share his passion, his idea about success, and so much about what makes him successful in the Las Vegas community and what he thinks for an entrepreneur to be successful in the new world that we're living in. My guest today is Fred McMahon. Fred McMahon is an insurance agent here in Las Vegas with Shelter Insurance. He's been working in the insurance field for 10 years and his business model is really based on relationships and being active in the community, which is so much of what I see from the time that I've gotten to know him. So I'm really excited excited to bring him in to this conversation to talk to you guys about success. Before we do that, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Success Development Solutions and the Design Your Life Book Club. If you are ready to level up your life, your business, create that well-rounded harmony that you've been looking for in that professional life that you've created for yourself, then the Design Your Life Book Club might be that thing for you. We will be able to dig into books, to read them, to talk about them, to implement the things in them as a group and have that connection. And then as the cherry on top, I introduce you to the author and you get the opportunity to have a one hour, hour and a half conversation with the author of the book and ask all the questions that didn't get answered for you. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, the Design Your Life Book Club is open for enrollment for just a short period of time. So click on the Calendly link underneath this, or if you're watching this live, go ahead and comment on the video. Let's have a conversation about whether it's a good fit for you. As always, if you are watching this live, feel free to comment, to engage, and I'll do everything that I can to get your comments and questions into the conversation. With that being said, let's go ahead and bring Fred in and learn a little bit more about him. Fred, how's it going today? It's going wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. I'm really excited to um, dig into who you are and what makes you successful. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. And thanks for doing this again. This is round two for us. Um, I had some technical issues the first time and, and I appreciate you jumping back on with me. Um, so first of all, let's go back and learn a little bit more about you. So as a kid growing up, 
what did you think you wanted to do? What, what did you think your life was going to look like when you're 16, 17, starting to think about what life looks like after high school? What did that look like for you? Um, I think I always had that entrepreneurship spark. So I know I wanted to own a business, operate a business. Um, I'm not quite sure what it was uh, at that point. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. But I think as I as I entered the workforce and was um, was exposed to customer service and retail and things of that nature, I was able to kind of figure out, you know, hone in. Wh what is it going to be for me? What is what is my place in the business world? What's going to make me happy? So what type of questions did you ask yourself to be able to answer those? Because I think that what's going to make me happen in the business world and what do I want to do are incredibly important questions for us to ask ourselves. So how did you reach the answers that you ended up coming to? Through a combination of things, I think, um, starting in the casino industry in my early 20s down in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, the focus was on customer service and and product delivery uh so that training kind of gives me the the background though okay whatever i do i want it to be something where there's many choices but i can build my business based on the relationships that i i'm able to develop with clients um and so that speaks to you know trust and that speaks to honesty and integrity um all things that i saw within the leadership that I was under um, at the casino. And so it, it just, you know, I emulated those behaviors. I, I appreciated them. Um, and then, you know, in college, my, my dad was a longtime insurance agent and he felt from a personality standpoint that I had, I had the proper makeup. Uh, and so kind of put those things together um, and had just really built the office on relationships and, and customer service. I love it. It sounds like that true human connection really drives through everything that you do, which I think is really important. It, it's what I like. I think we, we settled on insurance because to be impactful to clients, you know, you need that human connection. I'm not, I'm not going to be in impactful selling hardware supplies or something like that, but, you know, products that are designed to protect people's financial interests or protect their lives or, or things like that, that meant a lot to me. I thought that was kind of how I came to that relationship with insurance. That's amazing. And it's interesting that you had that influence in your family already up to that point. Do you think that, did you have any other insurance influences before that? Or was your dad that main influence that kind of drove you down that path? Oh, it was absolutely, it was absolutely him. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what I would have wound up getting into <laughs> if I had, <laughs> had him, his guidance there already. Who knows? What do you think, or did you work with him um, when you first started? Was that, did you work in an insurance agency with him or did you go off on your own path um, right out the gate? Off on my own path. Uh, I was fortunate to live around the corner from one of the top 
insurance agents in the state. Um, and I just, this is who I, I want to get started in the business. Um, I still work at the casino full-time supporting my family. I'll do whatever you tell me to do so that I can learn. If you've got a spot, I'll take it. And uh, that's, that's so kind of cool. how it all started going door to door. Yeah. Door to door business sales. I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> You know, I say multiple times on the show that door-to-door business sales is such an underrated skill to have. Um, and I avoided it like the plague for all of my life. The people that I see that are the most successful at sales, though, with and, and let me preface that by saying the most successful at sales with the least amount of resistance to sales um, are people who have a door-to-door sales background. Interesting. Because I think that once you once you get over that fear of knocking on somebody's door and not knowing what's on the other side, nothing else scares you in the sales world. I think I would I think I could agree with that. If you're yeah, if that fear of talking to somebody new is gone, then really what you know, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So for somebody who is listening to this, who did not have the benefit of what probably seemed like this curse at the time, which was door-to-door sales, and now is this amazing skill that I wish I had, um, for those of us who are listening who didn't have that, what advice do you have for getting that resilience and that resistance in other ways? I think it's... I mean, it's, it's so much psychological. It's just kind of laying out all the pieces in your mind. Okay, I want to I expand my business, right? I want to promote my products. I want to find a market where my products are most valuable to somebody. And, and then that practice part of just being able to articulate that value to somebody to coming off as, as sincere and concerned and um, passing the information and and passing yourself, right? Passing that that image of yourself, so you're you're dressed appropriately. You listen, um, hear what they're saying. That's turn to speak. Uh, I think is the probably one of the biggest pieces of advice. Just you know, just I don't want to say be rude, but just be quiet and listen. Listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Read their body. Yeah. Yeah, silence is so hard for people. And and I deal with it all the time in what um, my my real, I don't want to say my real job, that's really awful. My big girl job um, in <laughs> being an attorney. Um, when I take people into any type of a court appearance or any type of an interview, that's the first thing I have to tell them is there's going to be a lot of silence in this room. While people flip through papers and decide what they want to say next, don't try to talk through that silence. And I know that when I first got into the sales game, I was that person that the moment people would stop talking, I was like, oh, I got to fill this with something. The silence is too uncomfortable. So you would make an offer or you would put them in a situation where they had to make a decision. And as they're processing that decision, you're talking to them because you can't handle the silence. And it took me so long to get over that. So I'm glad that you mentioned just be silent and listen. Yeah, that's just a big part of the relationship. Exactly what you said. They're processing 
you you continuing to talk doesn't help them process any faster. <laughs> no, it actually slows it down because everything that you say, you're giving them reasons to get out of where you want them to go, which is where they need to go if your product, service, and solution is as good as you say it is, right? Absolutely. Um, so for people who don't really know what the insurance world is. Um, and what I mean by that is when you and I first started talking, I thought of insurance as car insurance, things that are mandated by the state. Like I didn't really understand the value for me of having life insurance when I don't have a family to take care of. And you gave me so many reasons why I need to be concerned about those things. What is, and I know that you have this passion for dealing with children and kids who are coming up and need to understand this. So if you could get one message about life insurance and a misconception about that out into the world, what would that be? And I can answer both of those specifically. Um, for life insurance, it's about perspective and, and planning for the future. Um, I try to build my relationship with clients as an advisory role, um, a very concerned and very honest advisory role. So from, from a life insurance standpoint, um, you don't want to get stuck in a situation where you didn't adequately plan for the future. Um, you don't want to have your family suddenly without you with very limited financial options. Insurance as a whole, I would again say one of the biggest things we fail to do from a financial standpoint is adequately protect what we have. Um, we think of all the assets that we have as, okay, these are mine, but you still have a mortgage on the house. You still have a car payment on the vehicle in most cases it's got to be adequately protected or everything you're working for stops being about what you're trying to gain in the future and scurrying to try to afford or continue to pay for what you already have, the commitments and the decisions that you've already made. So it's really, I, I present it as very forward and future thinking. Um, I, I think thinking forward is is crucial. Yeah. Um, so do you ever encounter that person that says, how am I supposed to make this decision? I don't know what I want in the future. And what do you say to them? Um, I think we have to come to a realization together. It's, that's a, that's a great um, acknowledgement, right? That's a very, self-aware acknowledgement, but I don't know what I want in the future. And that's perfectly fine. But if you understand what this policy or this product does for people who do know, and you know that you do want to do something or be a specific place in the future, then your decision of why you're going to do it doesn't matter. As long as you understand its value and what it will do, you'll need to know what specifically you want it to do for you as long as you know that it could do A through Z, no matter what you pick. I mean, if you want it 
to pay off your mortgage. Okay, it'll pay off. I want it to have it for income for my spouse. Okay, it's going to be your money. You can do whatever you want. So not having the exactly what you want to do at this point, that's not necessarily the most important piece. Most important piece is putting that plan in place at the least uh, or, or the most cost efficient time, which would be now. Yeah, absolutely. So what's in the future for you? What do you see as the things that you're really excited for since we're talking about futures? What do you think the things that you're really excited for coming up in the next three to five years for your business and yourself? Okay. Um, For the business, I think we're going to continue to build relationships like really like we've never had. I'm, I'm absolutely loving all the business people that I'm meeting and, and they quickly turn into friends, which is awesome. I don't think I have a, a limit on friends. You know, let's, let's keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> you, can never have, you can never have too many friends. Um, but it's taking, it's taking my business to a point where I want to get up every day and go to the office to help somebody. I want to go have coffee with somebody new or go to a networking invite, uh, event at night. And I'm excited to, you know, who am I going to meet? It's going to be somebody cool. And I feel like the pandemic puts so many people in that same position that it, it, it's just so much fun to meet people now. Um, I don't see a whole lot of people just want to pass out business cards and go pass it out to someone else. They want to sit and they want to have a conversation with you. They want to learn about you and tell you about their business, which I love to hear with their plans and goals. I like the questions that you're asking me. I love to hear those same things from other people. Yeah. It um, is really cool to see when people take that initiative to want to get to know you and your business. And and you're right. We're really entering a really cool place in Vegas networking right now where you don't get a lot of those, here's 75 of my business cards events, right? Yeah, it's more, you know, the, the outlook that I take is tell me everything about you and about your business. I want to see if I could be a value in your life. I don't have to be a value in your business. You know, I want to be friends something that I've gone through that could help you business-wise or or personally-wise if you're just moving here and you don't know how the DMV works or, you know, whatever those things are. Um, And I continue to grow this network full of friends and business partners. You know, those could be excellent clients for somebody. And so. Yeah, absolutely. So we covered the business. What's in the future for you and yourself in the next three to five years? I'm going to uh, keep focused on this. I've got um, a passion for uh, bringing foreign exchange students over to experience America and continue their education here. Um, I know we've got we've got a student now who will be with us for a year and a half, so I definitely want to do do it again when she's gone. Uh, my wife and I were talking a few weeks ago, like when the kids are out in college, we want to just fill this place with exchange students. <laughs> we have <laughs> so, so much cool. fun with them. 
We have so much And it's fun so with needed. That. It's so needed. Oh, there's thousands just waiting for a family to host them. That's really cool. Um, have you, what country has been your favorite to host um, exchange students from? So we're on our second student from Thailand. We had one from Southern France. Um, with my wife's, uh, you know, being Vietnamese and having all of that culture, the Thailand students are just really good fits into our household from a cleaning up after themselves from a, <laughs> <laughs> which is so important. I don't know. It just, it, it feels like within a month or two, I'm like, you can call me dad, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's more for me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Fred, if people want to check out more about what shelter insurance can do for them to learn more about you and your business and connect with you in that human relational connection that we both love so much, what's the best way for them to contact you? I think shooting an email um, is a good is a good part for the contact, but if you just, if you want to, you know, kind of see what, what I like to do, we try to put a lot of stuff on Instagram. We try to put a lot of the events and, and things like that, that um, causes and charities and groups that we're involved in on our LinkedIn. Um, so feel free to check us out on that. Most of it's under either team Fred McMahon or just Fred McMahon agency. Um, you know, if you Google us, we're going to come up and send me an email. If, if you want to go grab a coffee in the morning, if you want to have a, a zoom call and, and you're looking to get involved in the various charities and organizations that are available in Las Vegas, people need volunteers. There's so many opportunities, uh, where you can help. Um, I love talking about it. So I love meeting new people. So it's like, just call me, <laughs> call me so we can talk. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And there's so much fun too. the, um, you know, getting involved in the, in the different charities and being able to go to and help with the events that they're putting on. It's, it's so cool to see the impact they get to make in the community, but they're just a lot of fun as well. And it's great networking. Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest groups uh, that I'm involved in is the Nevada Hispanic Business Group. And when I met the executive director last year, um, she was really trying to come out of the pandemic and rebuild that organization. And, you know, her passion for what their, what their purpose was, you know, um, getting the Hispanic business community and the non-Hispanic business community together um, you know, the founders of that organization found that cultural differences, language barriers, and formation coming down, uh, things like PPP, um, COVID relief funds, COVID relief programs that they were eligible for to, you know, try to help their businesses sustain, uh, that information seemed to be lost in that market segment. So they really came together pushed it through. We've made some great people who are, you know, looking to grow their businesses, but don't have necessarily all the knowledge, all the access to, to resources. And the group really puts that together. Um, so that was my decision for joining. I 
since been voted on to the board of directors. So now I get to make decisions, uh, things like that, which I'm really excited to be a part of. Um, it's just a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, this episode should be coming out um, just before. So let's take a minute to talk about the event they have coming up, um, which I think is March 5th. Is that right? That's correct. That's Saturday, March 5th. We're going to do a nine hole glow in the dark golf tournament down at Boulder City Municipal. Um, it'll come with dinner. I think it starts about 430 or so. And we're going to have some dinner. We'll talk. And then we'll get out there on some golf carts with balls that glow in the dark and tee flags that are lit up. It's it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, limited space, uh, so we've only got nine holes for this one. So I think we're we're at like seventy six golfers. We're probably three quarters of the way there already. Um, so if you want to check it out, get to meet you know many of the members of the group. Great networking event too. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'll be there because try to keep me away from anything golf related. Um, it's impossible. So um, I love it. I'm super excited to um, to be a part of, of that. So it's going to be a good time if you guys want to come check out golf. And, and, you know, people have asked, do I need to be good to do this? And my response is the balls glow in the dark. Like that should answer your question. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun. It's supposed to be a great opportunity to meet people. And if you're looking for that thing to get you out of your comfort zone, it's a great way to, to ease into that, um, in a non, um, I won't say non-competitive because I know too many golfers to say it's non-competitive, um, <laughs> in a, in a, um, no low pressure environment. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yep. I, it's going to be. <laughs> There's going to be people uh, having fun. I'm not convinced about, I know, I know the balls glow in the dark. I'm going to buy about 10 extra. I know oh, no how doubt. I golf. <laughs> I'll still manage to lose it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm with you on that. And God forbid, if there's any water anywhere, I feel like my ball has this aversion to the flag and this attraction to water, no matter where I'm at. So, um, Fred, it's been amazing to chat with you. I do have a couple of quick questions for you before we wrap up. Um, the question that I ask every single guest on this podcast, because it is about defining success. It's about figuring out what it is that you want your life to look like and why, and what that driving force is for you. So I ask every single one of my guests, what does success mean to you? How do you define it for yourself? Uh, for myself, success means that the people around me, the people that um, rely on me. So if it's, you know, from a family perspective, my wife or my children, if I'm a positive force in their lives where they're gaining towards the goals that they've got for themselves, um, from a business standpoint, my team members, they're, they're developing professionally. They're becoming more than they ever thought that they could be. Um, that I feel like that would, that would make me a successful uh, team leader or, or I hate to say boss because it's just not how I run my office. Um, I like team leader. That works. And I can yeah. see that you're definitely more of a, leader than a I'm your boss type situation. Absolutely. I think the the respect that you give is definitely the respect that you get, right? And yes. My team member told me uh just this week, she's like, Fred, I know you have a good heart. 
that's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's and, amazing. You know, I don't want to say yes, you're absolutely right, but it's like, okay, I'm doing something right that <laughs> she knows what I want her to know. Right? I've got to be it's doing true. something right. It's um, true. So with that definition of success in mind, what is it that you do to check in with yourself every day or every week to make sure that the choices that you're making are moving you closer to that larger definition of success? That's a great question. Um, and, and it's, um, you know, you really have to be honest with, you, with yourself. Did you do everything that, you said you wanted to do when you woke up this morning, right? Um, did you make the decision to do something that was maybe difficult or, or, or uncomfortable um, personally and, and in your business, right? So depending on the customer that's in front of us, um, we might be getting pushback on things that we're recommending or things that we're suggesting. Did you put enough effort into overcoming that objection to, from an educational or a passing of information standpoint to let the customer know? Maybe that objection is based on them not knowing something that could be, right? It could, it could sway their decision. They're saying no based on this information. Would they have really said no based on the information that you could have given them but chose not to? Like you've got to yeah. be completely transparent um, and I think I always, uh, a, a line that I like to use is you're in total control. I just want to make sure you know this before you make your decision, because I think Absolutely. it would impact your decision. Absolutely. Fred, I love those answers. I love the definition of success and the way that you check in with yourself. I think transparency is super important. So I appreciate you sharing that with um, everybody. Uh, I do want to be respectful of your time. We're getting to the end of that here. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, spending some time with us. We'll put your social media links in the show notes um, of the podcast so that people can reach out and connect with you. And especially if you're in the Las Vegas area, I would highly suggest it. Fred is an absolutely amazing individual. So um, I'm really excited for you to see what you accomplish in the next three to five years here in the Las Vegas area um, and just watch you continue to grow. Thank you so much. Um, I look forward to it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, Fred. Have an amazing day. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's sounds like something that you're interested in the name of that facebook group is success center head over there request to join and i look forward to connecting with you soon